Hello, Seattle, uh, and and the world, uh, listening to this podcast. This is um, this is comedian Mike Birbiglia. I am guest hosting the uh, the KXP podcast this week, um, and uh, with my wife Jen, who's sitting here with me. Hello. <laughs> we uh, we're sitting in our kitchen without pants. You're wearing a blanket. And with our cat Mazzy. Our cat Mazzy's involved, named for the great Mazzy star, and. Uh, we uh yeah we're sitting in this week we're celebrating um i have a show on new year's eve at the moore theater in seattle and um yeah so we're really excited about that and i'm a huge fan of this podcast and actually in fairness my wife introduced me to the podcast it's my favorite music podcast um this is how i discover music kexp love kexp and then I met the folks at KXP at the Sasquatch Music Festival. I didn't know anybody at the festival. I was performing there last year. And there was a KEXP tent. And I just walked over and talked to them. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you told me. And then I, I just told them, uh, I want to do something on your shows. Or I want to do something on your podcast. And, and then here we are, a year later. Did you meet Cheryl Waters? I did not. No, I wanted to, but... She's my favorite. I haven't met everybody at KXP. I'm, they're all invited to the New Year's Eve show at the Moore Theater, but um, we have, uh, Jen and I actually have a long history in Seattle. Uh, for starters, my recent special, uh, comedy special, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend on Netflix, uh, is all about me and Jen's uh, relationship, and, uh, and we filmed it in Seattle at the Intamon Theater. And, uh, and the way that I got introduced to the Intamon Theater was at the Bumbershoot Festival that I've performed at many times. And... Jen, I took. Do you remember? I, I took you to the Bumbershoot Festival. Is that the one where you got in that big fight? We got in a fight, I think, before it, and then that festival was the, my way of luring you back into our relationship. Oh, I feel like we got into a fight at the festival, also, and then we had like a mini breakup, and then we got back together, and then got married. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Jen has a better memory than me, so uh, we're just going to go with that. But we got we great, a, great festival, though. awesome festival. <laughs> we have a lot of good memories from Seattle, and uh, we yeah we love Seattle. I love I love Bumbershoot, but actually my favorite festival is uh, Sasquatch Festival. We had a great time at Sasquatch. Love that festival. It was killer. Do you remember watching Tegan and Sarah there? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they were really amazing huge crowd and they just like they just rocked they were so good the thing i always tell that was the first time we ever saw them i think they were so good i think the thing about that festival that i always tell people uh, what makes it sets it apart is that you're overlooking this utopic pristine beautiful i I guess it's a canyon it's a gorge it's a gorge yeah it's a gorge Mm -hmm. it's called the gorge but i don't know if if it's a gorge Oh, I thought it was a gorge. Maybe it's a gorge, but they call it the gorge. So they're trying to own it title wise. Yeah, we saw a lot of great stuff. And it's just this really dramatic background overlooking a gorge, mm-hmm. the gorge uh, and the gorge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also went <laughs> we have a lot of Washington State history. We went to a vineyard in, I think, Walla Walla. Mm-hmm. You have a Walla Walla story. I have, uh, I think, the great Walla Walla story of all time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if there's a lot of Walla Walla stories, but I, uh, you, people might know from my movie uh, and comedy album Sleepwalk With Me, 
I jumped through a second story window in Walla Walla, Washington, which you might know from being in Eastern Washington. And there's a, now a plaque at the La Quinta Inn in Walla Walla, Washington. Chloe, do you know about the, I, I call my wife Jan Chloe, just so people know. Her name's Jan, but I call her Chloe. Chloe, do you know about the plaque there? I call him Mo, even though his name is Mike, but I know about the plaque. I saw it on Twitter. So um, we are uh, guest hosting this week. We feel very privileged to do it. How about we kick off with a band that I saw at Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and I thought blew the doors off the place. It was one of the most inspiring performances I've ever seen. It was Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Oh, yeah. I love those guys. The live show. I, I was ba- I was weirdly, I somehow ended up backstage right before they went on, and they had this like this huddle thing where they all got together and they were like stamping their feet together. And it was like a, oh, yeah. it was almost, me, you told me about that. that. That sounds amazing. I've never seen them live, but they're such a live type of band. Like even their studio stuff sounds live. Like it has this real live quality to it. Yeah. I think, I think they're such a tremendous band. They have so many great albums. And this first song we're going to kick off with is uh, it's called better days. And the album is self-titled Edward Sharp and the magnetic zeros. I seen better days dripping down your face. We don't have to talk. Let's dance. For the times you felt alone, dreaming better. I see better, better days. Too dark to say goodbye. Now that's some cliche shit. Oh, 
Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. We loved um, the lead singers previous band too when we were first dating like 10 years yeah, ago um i'm a robot yeah i'm a robot my friend jordan nardino introduced me to the band i'm a robot and uh and we love them oh yeah i'm a robot wonderful band and then he also did a score for a film and like won an oscar or something last year he's really talented he won like an oscar or a gold globe something huge yeah. <laughs> I remember when he was walking up, we are like, oh my god, that's the guy from Edward Sharp and the Magic Zeros. He just like pops up. And in, I'm a robot. And I'm a robot. Like he pops up as like different characters at different times. His, his name's Alex. Alex, yeah. He's wildly talented and has a lot of personas, it seems. <laughs> he's got a lot of personas. We just have a, We just have our single personas. I have a couple personas. Oh, that's true. You do have multiple personas. My wife is a... Uh, a poet, but she's um, she writes under a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Double life. I live a double life. That's right. And our cat Mazzy has has yeah, had many like, lives, right. of course. Like, but like most cats, because she was a street cat. It was sort of there's things that's hap- that have happened in her life that we don't even know about. So the next um, song is uh, one of my favorite songs from this year. Is uh, our friend Jack Antonoff's band Bleachers? Jack Antonoff, also wildly talented, has been in a few bands that we love. Um, Steel Train. Steel Train. Fun. Fun. We've been watching Jack for a long time. He's wildly talented. Jack, and, and also Jack wrote a ton of songs. Like he, He's written a bunch of, of Taylor Swift songs and um, Brave by Sarah Bareilles. Yes, Brave by Sarah Bareilles. He co-wrote that song. And, uh, and he's just an awesome guy who's got as a as a live performer has like an amazing amount of energy we went to his album release for this bleachers album and um and actually there's a video that jack antonoff and i made on youtube if you if you search mike berbiglia jack antonoff you'll see a video called what's next for jack antonoff that is a humorous video where i'm interviewing i don't know how to describe it it's playful and philosophical. That's right. That that would be a very nice way of putting it. Um, but I love Jack's new album. He's always trying new things. So listen to this. It's a great song from uh, the Bleachers' new album, and it's called I Want to Get Better, and it's on the album called Strange Desire. Hey, I hear the voice of the preacher from the back. I trace the faith to a broken down television and put on the weather. Then I've trained myself to give up on the past cause I've frozen time between nurses and caskets. Lost control when I panicked at the acid test. I wanna get better. While my friends were getting high and chasing girls down parkway lines, I was losing my mind because the love, the love, the love, the love, the love that I gave wasted on a nice
from my family From this dream where she was trying to show me How a life could move from the darkness She said to get better So I put a bullet where I should have put a helmet And I crashed my car cause I wanna get carried away That's why I'm standing on the overpass screaming at myself Hey, I wanna get Jam, what song do you think we should uh, we should we should play next from our list? I think we should do LL because that I feel like is a band that I don't know if a lot of people know about yet. I think we might be breaking LL. <laughs> We're bra- this is breaking news. LL is a band that we that you discovered really randomly. I don't even know how you discovered them. Um, I was just fishing fishing around on the internet for new bands. Fishing around the internet for new bands as you do, and. Yeah, usually I bring new bands to the relationship, but you brought this one, and we just immediately fell in love with this song. It is so addictive. We couldn't even figure out the lyrics for, like, weeks, and then, like, one day, remember, I walked in, and I was like, I know the lyrics. Like, I finally understand the lyrics, and I was so excited. But um, this song, I just feel like is like epitomizes what our summer was like i feel like we played it every single day this summer well it was a pick-me-up because we had a hard summer so we (laughs) used it as like kind of like a private dance song that's true it was like there were a lot of private dance parties to ll this summer in our home and um yeah i just feel like everyone should know this song like it's gonna break it's just so contagious and so it's just the most fun song and not that we encourage us, but we were like, we were skeptical that live that they were as good as the studio track is. And they, were. and they were. We looked on YouTube and it was like them performing at some little festival, like really small. And they like rocked. I was like imagining this summer that like LL got like their Spotify check and they just saw like a huge spike in it. And it's just us playing the song over and over and over and over again, dancing around our house. And that, that, like, really made me happy. But um, I'm pretty excited to bring LL to the world. This is LL. This song is going to be so huge. And, and we it, don't know these people. We have no idea yeah. who they are or anything. But we just, this song is just, makes me smile. All I know is that they're from Nashville. The song is called 40 Watt. It's just, it's so, it's just a gift. This is LL. The song is 40 Watt.
artist I think we should introduce is um, an artist who we found or you found and then introduced to me strictly through this podcast. Don't you think Sharon? Sharon Van Etten. I found through um, a Cheryl Waters podcast on KEXP. I did become obsessed with her. I am still obsessed with her. I love Sharon. I think she's an incredible songwriter and just from album to album she always always trying new things, growing, becoming more sophisticated. But I like her when she's less sophisticated. I like her when she's more sophisticated. Like she just brings all kinds of stuff. We've seen her live a couple times. She's wonderful. Her voice is really special. We've met her we met her a couple of times too. She's just so sweet. And, um, she came to an early cut of Sleepwalk with me, the movie, actually, because we met her and I said, oh, we're screening the movie. And she came and gave some thoughts on it. Well, she, she's very I like had Chinese food with her that night. That's true. Yeah, I was like freaking out. I was trying to play it cool. Like, this is my favorite songwriter. I'm just going to play it cool and like casually mention that I like some of her work. But did it, did it work? I don't know if she knows even to this day, like what a huge fan I am of hers. But um I, I really admire her songwriting. We're going to play a song from her new album, which is called Are We There? And the song is called Every Time the Sun Comes Up. Sharon Van Etten.
It's Mike Birbiglia. I'm a comedian. I should point that out because some who knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the whole thing I, in my life is I never. I always have to figure out how to explain who I am to people. Uh, typically, when I meet people at parties and they ask what I do, I say I'm a comedian. And then the typical question is, "Do you think you'll make it?" And I always think, "Well, I think so, but this is a bad sign." Yeah, I've seen that happen. <laughs> How do you feel about being uh, the wife of a comedian? Oh, I get that question a lot. (laughs) Is it funny around the house all the time? He's so funny. Do I have to answer the question? Sure. Oh, gosh. I'm on the spot. Um, I just think that it's really a privilege to be... uh, (laughs) To sort of live with as a decent man as you are and you are also a comedian but I think of you first as like this really fantastic person and so like you think of me as the fantastic Mr. Fox kind of yeah because you always do imitations of fantastic Mr. Fox (laughs) around the house you'll be that like weird little click thing (laughs) (laughs) didn't come over so well on the the phones (laughs) yeah you got to see it in person uh but Anyway, I'm putting my wife on the spot. A terrible way, but we're gonna edit that out. Well, of course, edit that out. But also, you get we get to go do cool stuff like go to Seattle for New Year's Eve. We're going to Seattle for New Year's Eve. That is really cool. I'm excited about that. Remember that we did a show. I I performed in New Year's Eve at the Moore Theater in Seattle with Eugene Merman. Like what like seven years ago when we hung out that was really fun show and it was new year's eve and then we like ran over to another venue we went to the show box the show box and then we saw the melvins play yeah and they were just they were pretty wasted but they were that was a fun show in fairness to performers who are or are not wasted because i've been accused of being (laughs) wasted before they might or might not have been wasted that's true but then their opening act I remember. I don't remember the the band's name, but they wasted. they seemed they seemed a little wasted. That's who I'm thinking of. That's who I'm thinking of because they were like asking people for a place to stay and like yeah, there was smashing some stuff on the stage. There was a query from the stage for um for a place to stay. It was a, it was an early precursor to Airbnb. That's right. Or uh, Couchsurfer.com. So who do you want to listen to next? This is a great list. Do you want to do Foxygen? I love Voxygen, and I'm so excited about this new album. I keep checking to see when this album's coming out because it's, I feel like, highly anticipated. And if it's any um, suggestion of what the album's going to be like, just based on the one song that they released, How Can You Really?, which is such a great song. It is so beautiful. It is so fun. It has, like, this amazing 
like classic sound but they're also modern and foxygen has one of my favorite lines from their last album you don't have to be an asshole you're not in brooklyn anymore (laughs) we say this as we're sitting in our kitchen in brooklyn i know wait but i don't even know if that's the line i should make i should check it for accuracy but um but something like that something like that that's how i'm remembering it which is what it's most important but i just think they have like a funny like they have like this great attitude and this kind of like thrown together sound and and their name is Foxygen, which is totally badass. Yeah, they just have like a they're always there's always a lot like fun and humor in what they're doing, but at the same time I find it there's an energy. So yeah, Foxygen, I'm really looking forward to hearing the album and the song is just is one of those songs you immediately fall in love with. Here it is, um Foxygen.
Jen just looked up the line by Foxygen and she has the direct quote. I was a little bit off. It's, there's no need to be an asshole. You're not in Brooklyn anymore. It always makes me laugh. It's actually more diplomatic. <laughs> I love Brooklyn jokes. We love Brooklyn, but we can make fun of it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a great borough. And uh, I did a show at the Brooklyn Academy of Music at the Opera House on my tour. By the way, if people are listening to this sort of all over America. I'm on a 100-city tour of America, so you can see me pretty much anywhere. Um, I'm going to towns that some of them, quite frankly, aren't even towns. Uh, they're, they're Applebee's with ambition. So, so, so just look up burbigs.com, B-I-R-B-I-G-S.com and look at my tour dates. Cause I'm, I'm going like to five cities in Florida, nine cities in California, obviously coming to Seattle for new years. And, and, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at burbigs at B-I-R-B-I-G-S. Um, so that's Foxygen. How can you really? And it's so good. And then, um, <laughs> this next song I'm gonna I put on the list we yeah. by the way we labored over this list we spent a ton of time thinking about what are our favorite songs of the last year or so but I also feel like this expresses maybe like what we were thinking that week but I feel like every week we have like a lot of songs that we take in so this like really reminds me of our summer because I feel like this is the stuff we listen to this summer which is kind of cool this is a song that I discovered on this podcast so called it's by Sylvan Esso and it's called Coffee, and it's on a self-titled album called Sylvanesso. I love the song partly from listening to it on this podcast, and then partly because uh, they play it in yoga class sometimes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a good yoga. It's a good yoga song. It's a good vinyasa song. It's. I don't think it's insulting to say it's a good yoga song. Although, Sylvan, if you're out there. You could you could be uh, you could be suing yoga studios left and right for illegal usage. Why are you giving me the microphone for the to answer that? I don't I don't think that's true. It's true, right? I don't think they're allowed to just play songs in in these classes. What are you suggesting that they would like get the rights to play it in a class? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like you would have to get a, the rights to play it at a party. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I think that's wrong. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is a great song uh, called Coffee by Sylvan Esso. Hope you enjoy. Words will dry up on the skin. 
just like a name I remember hearing Wild winters, warm coffee, mom's gone Do he love me, blazing summer, cold coffee Baby's gone, do he love me Wrap me in your arms, I can't feel it burn Rock me in your arms, I can't feel it burn Get up, get down, get up, get down Feel the general tension and stop, see the next one waiting up Get up, get down, get up, get down, get up first on the KEXP Runners podcast, which was one of my favorite podcasts of the year. There's a three-part Runners podcast series on KEXP, and they're really inspirational and fun to listen to. And this song by Maps, I feel like it's one of those songs where the first time you hear it, you feel like you've always known this song, and it's kind of been the soundtrack to your life kind of song. You know, it has that Mm -hmm. feel of like... You walk down the street and you're like, this is it. This is my song. This is like, has always been my song. So yeah, Maps to the Sky, that is a great song. To the Sky by Maps from an album called We Can Create.
thinking we'd play the new rental song what do you think i was gonna say the same thing we uh we have a great synchronicity that's why we're gonna get married and continue to continue to be married but the rentals i feel like is one you should talk about i you introduced me to the rentals when we first started dating and then you also use well can i say that yeah that you use them in your show yeah i would often i would have them as a pre-show song to because i always felt like I always try and have pre-show music, uh, kind of pump up the audience, and and but also have a real emotion to it. I think that's one of the great things about the rentals is their songs have great emotion, but they also have great tempo, and there's just this interesting kind of '80s electric feel to them. I was introduced to them in the '90s when I went to see a Red Hot Chili Peppers show in my hometown of Worcester, Massachusetts, at the Worcester Centrum. And the rentals opened and basically no one was watching them because that's what happens sometimes with these opening bands, but they're brilliant. Like I remember, remember we saw St. Vincent open for the national. Yeah. At terminal five. And she had like all this, nobody knew who she was yet, but I knew who she was cause I had started listening to her, but like she had all of this equipment and we watched her after the show, like pack up all her equipment and all of her instruments and they were so heavy and we were like, wow, she's working so hard and she's such a great musician, but she's also like lugging around all of this equipment. It was kind of wild to see that. 
it gave me like lifetime respect for St. Vincent. Just like, yeah, like you, you're not only a incredible creator, you're also, I mean, she probably doesn't have to have to lug all that stuff around now. <laughs> no, she definitely doesn't. I don't think she's, she's lugging any of that stuff. Although musicians, even, even in success, I think carry around a lot of crap. Yeah. It just shows you, like, if you watch them, it's like, a lot of times you think there's so much glamour around these acts and then you realize they're just like they got to pack up their equipment they have so much logistics to deal with and it's kind of really interesting to see that yeah it's um touring is hard and i know i'm on a 100 city tour of america i went into my announcer voice um so we're gonna play a song by the rentals and uh this is off their new album and the song is called 1000 seasons the album's called Lost in Alphaville. So I hope you keep these memories in a diary On the nightstand by your bed A long detailed anthology of all the mysteries Locked away because it looks like I miss this Another Christmas, another birthday, another round One more summer, one more season One more winter without a sound Write it, write it, write it
Uh, that was the Rentals. That's one of my favorite bands. I just love that band. You know, it's Matt Sharp from uh, Weezer. I know. You always tell me that. And then I'm like, have to re-remember it. But that makes a lot of sense because there's like a sound that crosses over. There's a crossover sound from Weezer. And then also, I, I'm pretty sure on one or several of their albums, and at definitely at, a different, at certain points of their touring, I think Maya Rudolph, Saturday Night Live's Maya Rudolph was in the band. I didn't know that. Yeah. The next one we're going to play is by uh, this band that you introduced me to called Clap Your Hands Say Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when we were dating, too, like a, like nine years ago. Yeah, that like haunting song, like, I heard it from a friend. It never, never happened. <laughs> <laughs> That was so impressive. I, I don't know what the words are. I'm just Nobody saying knows. sounds. Nobody knows the words to that song, but that song was extremely inventive. And um, that album, that first Clap Your Hands Say, Say Yeah album, we listen to that all the time. And yeah, I was excited to see that they have a new album and that it, hear that it's so good. It's really good. And, and that it's um, it features Matt Berninger from uh, The National, which is another one of our favorite bands. And so this album is called Only Run. And uh, the song is called Coming Down, featuring Matt Berninger. Before a red eye 
With a song written in a pigsty Dedicated to your smile Did anybody see your face? Did anybody wonder how you Carry the weight of the world inside your mind? And I would never try to give away That was a clap your hands, say yeah song, which is awesome. And then uh, featuring Matt Berninger. The National is, I'm actually staring into our living room at three National posters. We met Matt recently because that movie that he made with his brother, Tom, is brilliant. It's called Mistaken for Strangers. I love that movie. I just love it. Everyone should see it. Even if you're not a National fan, It's a great story about two brothers, but um, we are huge national fans, so we got a lot out of that movie from the perspective of being fans and then also from just the perspective of that the film has its own through line that's really emotional. I think it's one of the great music documentaries. I think um, I'd put Dig in that category. Dig. Dig's my favorite. That's the um, documentary about the band, the two bands, um, Brian Jonestown Massacre and the Dandy Warhols. Dandy Warhols, and that is one of the great rock documentaries. It's just and it's very Seattle centric. Yeah, and it's just, it's just. I think that you know, I find that that story as well as the national documentary um, to be very Shakespearean in its essence. About you know, one is about two bands kind of growing up together, and and sort of drama ensues, and then. Um, one is about two brothers and and then what happens when one of them becomes really one of them is incredibly talented it becomes famous um and the other one is sort of trying to find his way we've seen the national play live a handful of times probably about five times mm-hmm. and i think they're i i actually insist that they are one of the great live bands touring we saw this great show at that at the beacon a couple of years ago when sharon van Etten opened for them and there was this point where, like, there was an acapella version. Vanderlei. Vanderlei. And um, it was really memorable. I actually think that I got it on my iPhone because I was just so moved by it. Because the entire Beacon Theater was singing along with them. And it was just so beautiful. It was so moving. And um, there was also another point where everyone was, like, singing along with them those lyrics, which are, like... that like lyric that's like really dark and I was like well this is weird like people screaming dark like sometimes they get really dark where it's like I want to eat your brain like kind of thing yeah 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 I think that's what it is I want to eat your brains yeah people were like so chanting I want to eat your brain it was really intense (laughs) (laughs) there actually was uh, a lot of brain eating at that concert if I recall (laughs) people were just digging in there was this there was this moment at which people just started cracking open people's skulls of the people next to them and uh, and eating their brains. 
It was really memorable. I think I got that on my iPhone also. And then they sold brains in the in the lobby afterwards, which was nice. It was a great hook. Here's another band we're obsessed with. There's a band called Tegan and Sarah, who I feel like you and I have both been fans of independently since even before we met, right? I think that's right, yes. I think the first song I ever heard by them is Back in Your Head and Walking with a Ghost. Those two songs were, I think those were like my street walking songs for a long time. By the way, be safe, everybody. Don't walk on the street and listen to music at the same time. Yeah, like you can walk in a park and listen to it. (laughs) Or around a track. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Tegan and Sarah, I really admire them because I feel like their lyrics are so good, but then they also just like have really catchy songs like they're not afraid to do something that's really pop or something that's like almost like dance song you know like alligator or something but that the lyrics are always good they always have integrity and i really admire that they're like a band that you and i always talk about this they're they're one of these very few bands i can listen to their songs over and over and over again for years literally for years it's true and then like if let's say, for instance, a couple months go by and you don't hear the national, you don't hear Tegan and Sarah, and then you do, it's like the best. You're like, oh, I'm going to listen to them for a while again because you can rediscover them. And I think both of them have, they, their catalog was really deep. They have like 30 great songs, with you know, at least, that are just great songs that are like some of my favorite songs of all time. And I think... There are not a lot of current artists whose catalogs go that deep. So here's a song that Jen and I are really bond over, and this is a KEXP recording of it. It's called Back in Your Head.
Mike Birbiglia. Um, we are back. I'm guest hosting the uh, KEXP podcast this week. I'm very proud and privileged. I'm here with my wife, Jen, and uh, we're going to play a song by a band called The War on Drugs. The song is called Red Eyes. I love it. It's uh, it's fitting that the band is called The War on Drugs because it's got a, this song at least has a very 80s feel. Yeah, it reminds me of like a great 80s movie and like a great song that would be in the movie that would kind of like be the part where the lead character is kind of gaining some steam after being knocked down for a little while. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think I heard this for the first time in the KXP Runners podcast. So it has that sort of building steam feel in it that kind of makes you feel a little bit more powerful than you did before you listened to it. I feel like I could run to this tune. It's funny when we're going over all these songs, you realize there's definitely there's an 80s throwback happening in indie indie music right now. I would agree with that. Yeah. With Bleachers, certainly. Sure. And also another band that we're going to play in a minute, Junip. That's right. So enjoy The War on Drugs. This song is called Red Eyes from an album called Lost in the Dream.
This next one is a tune by uh, Connor Oberst. People probably know from Bright Eyes and also his solo work. I love Bright Eyes. Do you know, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Whenever I perform at a venue, like I remember one time I was at like the, I think the State Theater in Minneapolis or something, and Connor Oberst was there the night before. Or was, no, I'm sorry, was going to be there the night after. And if there's a musician who I'm following at a theater or whatever, I'll often leave notes for them. And uh, he did not respond. I left a note for him. <laughs> I love him. His lyrics are incredible. Um, and I feel like many albums later, he's still writing beautiful songs. A little bit like Beck in that way, where it's mm-hmm. like he just keeps making music and it's always different and new and interesting. And uh, he's just a real, he's a lifer. He's a music lifer. I would agree with that. So this is Connor Oberst from his, uh, one of his solo albums called Upside Down Mountain. This song is called Zigzagging Toward the Light. I'm blessed with the heart that doesn't stop. My mind's a weather vane that spins around just like a top. Knows what the winds of fortune bring. In the season of the witch, home is a perjury. Parlor trick, an urban myth. Oh, how the circumstances change. This world is smoking steel and compromise and meter maids. I'm going to leave here for too long. Zigzagging toward the light, I'm off to sing my founder's song. Like city stars Nothing to gaze upon Or contemplate how near or far If it comes, it comes quite unannounced A momentary glance Lit up by sun or moon By bonfire or ambulance Then how the circumstances change Feels unmistakable With no idea from where it came Change. 
your radio voice um we are counting down the hits <laughs> that's not convincing <laughs> we're counting down the hits here with my wife jen i don't know how to respond to that <laughs> it's okay <laughs> this next song is by a band called junip and it's a song called your life your call which which we found on this kxp podcast that's right i think i've run into a couple of songs by junip over the past couple of years um, that I've really enjoyed on KUXP and Your Life, Your Call. That's my favorite one. This also, I think I found on the KUXP Runners podcast. Another, another 80s throwback. 80s throwback. And in the vein of, uh, of, you know, the rentals and, and bleachers and even Tegan and Sarah's new album. That's right. And War on Drugs. And War on Drugs. Yeah. But yeah, this song's super fun. I love this song. This song is called Your Life, Your Call. It's by Junip.
was just thinking that Junip song has like great attitude. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, that Junip song your life, is your call, you know? No, I love that song. I also want to point out that I'm saying we're in our kitchen. As though we're people who cook or do anything in our kitchen other than record podcasts. And we don't really have, like, a big kitchen or anything. (laughs) It's barely a kitchen. It's not somewhere we would invite anybody over to. (laughs) You know what it is? Well, New York City, there's just no room. Nobody has any room. But uh, we don't cook a lot. Um, I would say the biggest function for this room is writing. Writing and playing with our cat. Yeah. Worshipping our cat, Mazzy Star. Yeah, we worship Mazzy Star in the kitchen, and then we write in the kitchen. Jen's a poet, and and I'm a theoretically a comedian. <laughs> Though this podcast, if you don't know my work uh, previous to this, I don't know if the, that you're going to get funny from this podcast. This is a serious podcast, a serious music podcast. We're serious about music. And this next song... It's by Real Estate, and it's called It's Real. It's Real. What I love about this song is... It's just genuine, and it doesn't even try to be cool. It just is like, this is like emotional, and it's real, and I love that. This is called It's Real. It's by Real Estate. It's on an album called Days.
that's going to do it for uh, this week's uh, guest hosting of, of the KEXP podcast. I'm comedian Mike Birbiglia. This is my wife, Jen. Hi, that was an honor to be a part of the KEXP podcast, my favorite podcast in music. This is a dream come true. It kind of is. I kind of can't believe it's happening. I'm going to believe it when when they broadcast it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they, until they broadcast it, we're just going to be waiting with bated breath. Kind of. Yeah. You better broadcast this KXP <laughs> because if you don't if you guys don't broadcast this, we're just going to car- start a competing podcast called uh, KXPP. But I love KEXP so much and their integrity in music that I actually would understand if you didn't broadcast our podcast. I would understand. I'm Mike Berbiglia. This is my wife, Jen Stein. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you in Seattle. New Year's Eve. Woo!